This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, and you're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Thanks for joining us. We uh, focus on retirement, retirement topics, how to have a holistic retirement plan so you can sleep well at night. I have the awesome, amazing Brad Allen. How's it going? It's going good, buddy. You know, I I had a conversation with somebody. Somebody asked me one time what we do uh, at Drake & Associates. Did you say, I I don't know? I said, said, we're sleep specialists, right? And we help you sleep better at night knowing that, uh, you know, your portfolio is good and you have a plan for whatever could come up next. Yeah, that is a great point. You know, it's interesting when I came into the, you know, I've been in the industry in one shape or another since 2002. And over the 20 years, it's been interesting how, you know, my, my perception of what we do and, and really what our primary role is. And I think today I'm a much better fiduciary and kind of holistic planner than I was 20 years ago because just had to, you know, time to have experience and, and learn from it and mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that good stuff. But anything new in the Allen household, fall time here in Wisconsin? Not much. It's just got the sports going. You know, uh, oldest son uh, did cross country, uh, made state in wisconsin here and uh, the little guys they're just six and four and they're in soccer and i'm coaching soccer and i'm trying to keep everybody in tune with what the goal is of the game right i have you know do you know what the goal is not really (laughs) i don't know the rules i just know we need to get in the net so that's that's the primary but uh there's a lot of kids that'll just be like you know this be pushing each other around they'll be looking at butterflies or whatever it is so just trying to keep all eyes on me and trying to you know I love that yeah, age. It's so fun. Yeah. Can't remember if it was my oldest or my middle kid, but they were tiny, playing soccer indoors in a gym, and someone kicked the ball and it happened to roll right out the door to the hallway. Yeah, and they all funneled out <laughs> right after they just had yeah. no idea that they were supposed to stay it's in. Like a, a school of fish, right? Just freaking adorable. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love That's it. Awesome. But great topic this uh, this week, Brad. I think you know there's so many different areas and aspects of financial planning we talk about. We talk a lot about our retirement ready roadmap and our belief that you need a holistic plan. I think in this stage of life, having an advisor that just focuses on the investments isn't necessarily going to serve you well in our retirement ready roadmap. Yes, investments are important, but we're also going to come up with an income plan. We want you to know where your income is going to come from, what account and what orders and how long it's going to last. We're going to come up with a plan for the family, health, wellness, you know, continuity, kind of asset transfer, things of that nature. We're going to come up with a plan for your tax planning. But the part of the Retirement Ready Roadmap I want to talk about today is the health, right? And that's a big part of financial planning. When it comes to your health coverage and retirement, we really don't recommend set it and forget it. And now's the time to take a look at your Medicare coverage for next year. Medicare's annual election period, known as open enrollment, goes from October 15th to December 7th. And, you know, why might you want to make changes to your coverage, Brad? Well, here's what you can do during that open enrollment period. So you can make a variety of changes, none of which involve Medicare uh, or medical underwriting. 
but you can switch from Medicare Advantage or original Medicare or vice versa. Um, you can switch from one Medicare Advantage plan to another. You can switch from Part D prescription plan to another. You can use Medicare's plan finder tool each year uh, online to compare the available Part D plans as opposed to simply just letting existing drug plan auto renew. You can join a Medicare Part D plan, uh, drop your Part D coverage altogether if you want to. So there's a lot of things that you can do. But here's some of the things that you cannot do at that time. So the annual Medicare open enrollment period does not apply to Medigap or Medicare supplement plans, which are only guaranteed issue uh, in most states during a beneficiary's initial enrollment period and during limited special enrollment periods. So if you don't enroll in Medicare, when you're first eligible, you cannot use the fall open enrollment period um, during that limited special uh, time. Instead, you'll, you'll use the Medicare general enrollment period, which runs from January to March 31st. Medicare's general open enrollment period is for people who didn't sign up for Medicare Part B when they were first eligible and who do not have access to a Medicare Part B special enrollment period. It's also for people who have uh, to pay a premium from Medicare Part A and did not enroll in Part A when they were first eligible. So if you enroll during these general enrollment periods, your coverage will take effect July 1st. And lots of great stuff there, Brad, but kind of kind of sounded like alphabet over, soup, right? right? And maybe you're new to Medicare or signing up for the first time. I want to back up and cover some of the base, basics because they literally are ABCs uh, of Medicare. You know, there's Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D. And I think for so many people that can get so confusing as to, you know, what, what do these different parts mean? You know, what what is it? And Part A really covers hospital stays, some skilled nursing care following a hospitalization a lot of people don't have to pay for part a um, some do but there are deductibles now part b on the other hand is doctor services outpatient services lab tests medical equipment there are premiums associated with part b and those are based on your income so those can get higher there's also an annual deductible Part C, Medicare Advantage, which is a combination of the various parts of Medicare, you still have to sign up for A and B and pay the Part B premium. Then you choose a Medicare Advantage plan and sign up with a private insurer. And most of the, excuse me, these Medicare Advantage plans are going to include prescription drug coverage. If you stick with traditional Medicare, you may want to get Part D, that's prescription drugs, pays for some of your prescription drug coverage, and you buy a Part D also through a private insurer. So I think it's really important to uh, to consider, you know, whether you need a Medicare Advantage, you know, Medicare Part A, you know, Part, excuse me, Medicare uh, Advantage plan or a traditional Medicare with supplemental, because it is very different. There's going to be different answers for different people. And one of the recommendations we really like to see, we have an independent health insurance agent that can help our clients. But we really encourage you, if you're finding someone else not doing this through us, you really want to take the time to find an independent agent. In the insurance world, there's two types of insurance agents. There's captive insurers or independent agents. A captive insurer is going to work for a particular company, and they're really going to sell that company's products and that company's products only. 
an independent agent can shop around with all the different companies, really try to find you the best coverage for your doctors, your network, whether you like to travel, and really help you sort through some of these decisions. And I think that becomes really, really important in retirement. And in and, and our office here, we help folks plan for that. So, you know, if you have an individual that handles Medicare, that's great. If not, reach out to us. We'd be happy to help you. And Brad, you know, I think it's important to understand, you mentioned it briefly earlier, but even with all the different parts of Medicare, that alphabet soup, it doesn't cover everything. So what are some of the services or procedures that Medicare won't cover? Well, there's some things original Medicare doesn't cover that you'll probably need in retirement. So, you know, you think about things like uh, opticians and eye exams, hearing aids, dental work, overseas care, podiatry, uh, cosmetic surgery, maybe nursing home care. So there's there's a number of things that are not covered uh, under Medicare for those things. And you want to have a plan for that, you know, and, and if Medicare is not going to cover certain things down the road that you know you might need, you want to put that into your retirement plan. Hey, I know in five years I'm going to need uh, you know, this, this, uh, dental work done and it's going to cost $10,000. We'll have that in your retirement plan, have a place to take that from at that time. So just work with your financial advisor, make sure that you're planning for these things that could come up that Medicare does not cover. Really important thoughts. And Brad, for folks, you know, maybe you're tuning in and you're getting close to 65 and maybe you're feeling popular or overwhelmed with all the mail that you're getting from Medicare. They actually, believe it or not, I had somebody ask me this recently. Those are referred to as T65 leads, which is, you know, when people are turning 65 and these Medicare agents can buy these leads and oftentimes you end up feeling pretty inundated or overwhelmed with all the phone calls. But even after you're all signed up, you just don't want to put it on cruise control. We know Medicare is a big step to take. Remember, there's that annual election period known as open enrollment from October 15th to December 7th of every year. And it's a good idea to take advantage of the opportunity excuse me, opportunity to make any of those necessary changes. And this open enrollment period is a time to do that. Some reasons you might consider changes in health conditions, changes in prescriptions, changes in doctors available in your plan, maybe the plan cost, maybe the changes in reimbursements or other policy changes, lots of different reasons you might want to consider that. And Brad, there's a misconception that out there that I think a lot of people believe that if you sign up for Medicare, all of your medical costs are going to be covered, but that's just not the case. You know, head issues, I refer to it as vision coverage, hearing aid, dental. That, uh, that is not covered, but that could change with the proposal that's working its way through Congress. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, you bet. So eyeglasses, contact lenses, hearing aids, exams, dental procedures are all areas that contribute to rising healthcare costs, forcing a lot of uh, folks to make difficult choices about what they can and cannot afford in retirement. So they say nearly half of Americans 65 and over did not visit a dentist in the last year, according to the CDC. And nearly one in five Americans over 65 have lost their, their natural teeth altogether. 
Uh, a proposed change would add dental benefits to Medicare. For the first time since the program was launched in 1965, it also would add vision and hearing benefits as well. So that's a big deal, right? If they can add that in there, that's going to help so many folks out there that have been putting these things off or altogether just not doing them because they're worried about the cost. Yeah, and of course, Brad, those are just proposals. Nothing's passed yet. Hopefully that gets through. But for now, you have options like Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare Supplemental Insurance, sometimes referred to as Medigap plans. So so let me walk you through those. And many people with Medicare enroll in these types of plans to help cover the gaps in coverage. Again, that's Medicare Advantage plans, Medigap insurance, and prescription drug plans. Medicare Advantage is an alternative way to get original Medicare. You have to sign up for Parts A and B, but your benefits come through a Medicare Advantage plan administered by a private insurance company instead of the federally administered plan. Now, Medigap or Medicare Supplement Insurance works alongside with your traditional Medicare coverage. You still have to sign up for Parts A and B. And if you're eligible eligible for Part D, you can enroll in a standalone Medicare prescription drug plan or medic. Now, that's going to cover your prescription drugs through a private company. Or oftentimes those Medicare Advantage plans also include, include drug coverage. So, again, lots of different moving parts that you want to think about and, and, and really weigh here. And, and, Brad, you know, one of the other things that's not covered, and this is probably one of the biggest misconceptions I hear, is people get Medicare. So they say, well, I'm not worried about nursing home costs. We know that can be one of the biggest, you know, risks to your your retirement assets. But they say, I'm not worried about it because I have Medicare. Right. And it's not covered. And and that's one of the things that a lot of people. Can can you say that a little nicer, Brad? It's not covered. Uh, Yeah. It's not not going to be covered. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's one of those things that when, when we have somebody come into the office, we put together retirement plans. And. You know, a lot of times people have their own retirement plans. Maybe they have their Excel spreadsheets and those kind of things that they put together throughout their working years. And and they know the finances very well. But a lot of times they don't have these kind of things in their retirement plan. They don't have the what ifs of the nursing home. And the nursing home is one of the biggest drawdowns of wealth in the country for families. It's, it's very, very expensive if you go in and not enough people plan for it. Some people do. Maybe they have long-term care insurance that they bought a long time ago and it's a very low rate and could be very good insurance. But at a certain point, if you start looking at long-term care insurance when you're in your 60s or 70s, it can be really, really expensive, and it may not make sense at that point to get that. A lot of folks also want to uh, self-fund their retirement as far as long-term care, and they want to have a plan for, if I go into the nursing home, I think I have enough assets to cover that for a couple of years. And But I would say with any of those kind of things, you want to sit down with a financial advisor, whether it's with us or whoever you work with, but put together a plan that includes long-term care, because there are a lot of ways to tackle that issue that maybe you have not thought about that could be a lot better for you and your family yeah you bet brad and there there are different you know i I think the biggest thing you want to try to avoid um years ago brad you remember we we have a a local radio show here in wisconsin in wisconsin we used to have a host and he was such a great guy but he'd say uh you know when you stick your head in the sand you expose a very large target right Right. so (laughs) if you think of that ostrich sticking their head in the sand but you know, the, the long-term care is an area you don't want to do that. It's not an I, – I get it. I mean, nobody wants to talk about winding up in a nursing home, right? I mean, we got clients that say, wow, my wife's going to take me out to the woodshed and take care of me, right? Mm-hmm. But, 
Nobody wants that. Some people say, well, I'll just have my family take care of me at home, which is obviously a much better option. The problem with that is sometimes that's just not an option, right? Maybe they can't physically care for you. Maybe your health conditions are such that, that you know, that they can't do. And even a home health care agency may not deal with you at your home. So it's something to plan for. To your point, there are different ways to deal with it. If you've been a great saver, there may be a great argument to self-insure, there are some people that might want to buy that traditional long-term care coverage. That can be really expensive. Rates can go up over the years. They can't pick on you individually, but they can raise everybody in your age group and your zip code. Um, so so those are kind of your more traditional ways to deal with it. So that being said, would you just move to maybe like a hipster neighborhood and where right. it's all 20-year-olds? Right. And- <laughs> I don't know how much that helps, but yeah. uh, maybe, that's a, maybe that's a strategy we should uh, consider, go. Brad. But there are some other ways to deal with it. One of them is to work with a qualified elder law attorney. There's certain types of trust you can put assets in, and after a period of time, those might be protected. So a lot of folks take that approach. But nowadays, there's some alternative products. If you read any of the surveys, one of the biggest complaints about traditional long-term care coverage beyond the cost is people say, you know, I might pay those really exorbitant premiums for decades, and then maybe I'm the lucky 50% or so that never needs it, and all that money's out the window. So there are some alternatives that are life insurance with living and benefits. These include withdrawals, loans, accelerated death benefits. You know, these options often... Um, reduce the death benefit and may result in additional taxes. And these aren't always a replacement for long-term care insurance, but they're an addition and an alternative. These accelerated long-term care riders can add an additional fee, but if you wind up in a nursing home, you can start collecting on it to help offset the cost of that nursing home. And then whatever's left, or if you never use it, that death benefit passes on to your family income tax-free. So it's kind of a way to plan and, and maybe you know prep for some of those potential long-term care issues that might come up without saying, hey, all the money's out the window. So long story to, to get to my point here, different ways to deal with it, but I really want folks to deal with it. Don't just ignore it. The last thing, Brett, I wanted to discuss briefly is when it comes to Medicare, right, especially on Part B, the premium that we pay is based on our overall income. Now, you and I often talk a lot about tax strategies, specifically Roth conversions. That can increase your income for that year, which can cause some premium increases for Medicare. And the reason why we talk about Roth conversions so much is because it's it's incredibly beneficial right now, right? I mean, taxes are lower today than what they're going to be in the future. We know that. So in 2026, taxes are going up. So what is the why behind a Roth conversion? So a Roth conversion is paying taxes now today at a lower rate than what you're going to pay later. And what I mean by that is if you think in the future, if you're putting your plan together, you have to look in your 70s and see what tax bracket am I going to be in after 72 years old? Because at 72, you have required minimum distributions. And any IRA dollars, any tax-deferred dollars you've saved over your lifetime, you have to start taking money out of those accounts. That starts at about 4% per year, and it goes up from there. But that all counts as income in your 70s, right? And you'll have Social Security turn on at that point. And then the more other income you have, the more your Social Security is taxable. And that could push your premium up for health care in the future. And every year, it just seems compounding that your taxes get higher and higher, and you're in the highest tax bracket of your life, possibly, in your 70s. 
So the way to combat that is with Roth conversions now. Anything you can pay now in taxes, get into a Roth, you have no RMDs on Roth money. That's all tax-free later. So you can keep your income lower for a longer period of time in retirement and also keep your Social Security taxes down, your, your premiums down for health care. All those things kind of compound in a positive way then. But if you do a Roth conversion right now, that could affect your premium for Medicare if you're over 65 years old. They always look two years behind to figure out what your premium or your your, your premium is going to be for that year going forward. So just know that when you do these conversions, that could push up your health care premiums a little bit. Now, the question is, is that worth it? And that you need some special programs for to kind of project out what you do today could have a big impact tomorrow. So is taking higher, you know, a couple hundred dollars uh, more per month health care premiums, is that worth being in a lower tax bracket for the rest of your life? You know, a lot of times it is, but you want to put that together and just make sure. And that's the nice part, Brad. I, I guess with the right tools, you can look at those scenarios side by side. Say, okay, what if, what if I don't worry about the Roth conversions, keep my Medicare premiums low, you know, here's what, what I have left at 80, 90, 100, you know, versus what if I accept some higher premium short term, get some money growing income tax-free coming out, passing on my loved ones tax-free, you know, what's that impact at 80, 90, or 100? And then you can make the decision based on math and science, right? I like making decisions based on facts versus opinions or feelings. So being able to model that, but model it in a way that people can understand. I had a great new couple that, that joined our, our firm here just recently, and Boy, I love when this happens. It truly is one of the reasons I come to work. We're sitting down, phenomenal savers. You know, you kind of think about the Millionaire Next Door book, right? They were people that didn't necessarily have incredibly high income, but they really prioritized savings. And they're now in retirement. They're multimillionaires. And they just didn't know how it worked. So I put a plan together for them, you know, where we addressed their investments, came up with an income plan, you know, figured out how to deal with family issues, health care issues, implemented some tax planning strategies, and they saw it all together. And you could just feel the sense of relief in the room. Mm -hmm. And I guess the fact that we get to experience that with people, it's one of the reasons. Sometimes people are crying. Sometimes it's excitement. But I just love it when that happens because there are so many people that are great savers, but just say, hey, at this stage in life and retirement, it's a little bit different ball game, and I'm not sure how it goes together. And that specific plan and all the other plans that we usually work with throughout the week, taxes were such a big portion of that, right? Um, and I, we always talk about you you have two different types of taxes that you pay. You have mandatory taxes and you have optional taxes. So the idea of optional taxes is if you don't do any Roth conversions, if you don't do anything as far as tax planning right now, you just, you just wait and, and then you start taking your RMDs out uh, when they come due you're paying a lot more in taxes than you actually have to. That's why it's optional, right? If you start doing these tax strategies, these Roth conversions, you're going to have to pay some taxes on your money. That's that's the mandatory stuff. But the idea is pay the taxes on your terms. Again, pay it on your terms today versus what it's going to be in the future, and that's really going to save you some money, keep more money in your pocket, not only for you, but also your kids or beneficiaries in the future. Brad, what do you, what do you think? Do you want to pay optional taxes? No, I do not. It's a hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass on that one, but great topic today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, 
or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.